0: Last night, I think I saw something.
1: Hey, Hello. Curtis. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Jeff in Vegas. How are you? It's
0: good. I'm, I'm actually in Las Vegas right now.
1: No, you're not. Really?
0: I am. Yeah. It's, what are you uh, doing I saw here? that. <laughs> we're, uh, yeah, we're shooting a new new movie here. Um,
1: no kidding. Horror film, drama, um, comedy? Yeah.
0: Another horror film uh, from the director of uh, Stillborn and, and Z. I'm Very a, cool. Brandon. Yeah.
1: That's awesome, man. Welcome to Vegas.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, yes been cool so far i'm out way out in the suburbs so but oh, I, yeah i'm in. Incenti- i'm uh, like
1: i'm lone mountain i'm by red rock if you know where that is okay yeah, yeah. that's i'm
0: kind of i'm up there in north northwest
1: northwest area. we're in the same area yeah yeah
0: crazy well, <laughs> small world
1: it is thanks for talking to me today i appreciate it
0: yeah thanks for having me
1: uh well, let's talk about spiral um yeah. a couple moves to a new town uh things aren't the way they seem to be It's it's got that get out feeling and i i assume that's a compliment right
0: yeah, I I love Get Out. Jordan Peele is killing it right now. Um, so yeah, to be compared to that movie is is a huge compliment.
1: And uh, Kayla has two dads, and uh, I think that's a real unique aspect of Spiral that we have. You know, uh, LGBT represented in a horror mm-hmm. film, which I think that Spiral has some tried and true horror elements that we've seen before. But I think because of this couple and what they're going through with the racism and the prejudice and all that's going on the movie, it gives it a new, the evil going outside the window and then the evil happening to the couple too.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a typical setup with kind of the the family moving into the new small town and there's a threat. So we, we've seen it before, but it's it's interesting that we, there's, it's really hard to find a movie with two gay, gay male leads. Like I, it's it's looking back, it's like, it's it's a, it's very rare that you you see a movie like this. Yeah, yeah
1: without stereotypes, or without anything like mm.
0: that, They're just not, it's not finding them. Yeah,
1: yeah. Being in the mid '90s, you know, the people weren't as accepting as they are today, so they were dealing with that. Yeah. And you know, Jeffrey Bauer Chapman, he carries this entire movie. I have never seen him before. He is a powerhouse. Literally, at the beginning of the film, he's like, you turn the burner on, and by the end of the movie, you're at full flame yeah. with that guy. The amount of emotions that he had in this movie, how did you find him, and were you blown away as I was with his performance?
0: Yeah, he was, he was incredible. He brought a lot of levity to the film, actually. He grew up, um, when he was a kid, he was adopted by a, by a white family, actually, and grew up in a small town not far from where we filmed. Um, and was kind of like the only gay, not only only black, but all, the only gay kid in in his school growing up. So he actually there's a lot of adjustments to the script, kind of building on that. And I think a lot of the scenes he was able to really connect to and and bring kind of another level to the script. He was he's he's a long-term uh, good friend of John Poliquin, who co-wrote the film, um, and he was actually the, the one who kind of suggested that Malik uh, should be black because we were kind of casting, we didn't have an ethnicity, kind of set in tone. And then once Jeffrey joined the project, he, he definitely brought a lot to it.
1: And uh, his character is, you could say he's a stay-at-home, stay-at-home dad, you know? Yeah. He, can't, he can't work, he's trying to work on a novel, but things are happening next door, you know, really mm-hmm. some sort of cult or who knows what's going on. That's what I love about this movie. You don't know really if it's supernatural, if it's, you know, psychos, who knows what's happening. But he sure likes to break into houses, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, he's he's going to figure out what's going on and whether or not it might get him into a little trouble, but he's 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 not taking no for an answer for sure.
1: And his character also takes meds. So most of the film I was trying to figure out, is this in his head? Is he imagining mm-hmm. this? Because, you know, his, his, uh, his, um, his partner keeps saying, look, you've done this before and he's got a history of this. And I keep thinking yeah. and he's popping these pills and I'm thinking, does he have a psychotic mentality that's that's making him see things that aren't there who's right who's not mm-hmm. so this movie you, has you constantly guessing through that whole film
0: yeah we I, I really enjoy kind of those those character motivated films like jacob's ladder where you're 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 not sure if the outside threat is something that's real or or it is just a manifestation of of kind of his trauma and his his past of his kind of struggles. so um yeah that is definitely a big part of the film is what what is real and what is what is in your mind
1: I love the use of sound you have in the film, and most horror films, you know, it's advantageous to have use of sound. But you have, including the score, really eerie kind of mm. tonalities that are going on. It's not really music, and the garage door, you know, it's just. Yep. Um, so, I, was there a lot of thought put into that, in to enhance the experience, or is it you just looked out?
0: <laughs> yeah, no. We, had... Um, Avery Kentis was the composer, and and we had spent a lot of time kind of figuring out what kind of the spiral noises and what what is kind of the the atmosphere not even on top of it just on top of the music of of kind of these sounds that we wanted to to kind of inject into the music um so we spent a lot of time kind of exploring different different things and i think we had uh avery kind of built up some kind of like weird device things that would make noises, and he was recording kind of different things um
1: and yeah because he heard noises and he had to react to that but he mm-hmm. would like storm to the noise it was just like these low long slow walks yeah and the beginning of the film, you have that the the noise happening that wakes him up in the middle of the night. It ends up being a tree bumping the house. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I had the exact same story when I was in high school. My family went out to dinner and I stayed home. I was watching Return of the Living Dead, and it was a right. windy night, and there was something bumping the window of my bathroom. So I was freaking out, got a kitchen knife, and I'm screaming at my bathroom door to come out of there. And, <laughs> and when I finally figured out what it was, it was a tree bumping the window. Yeah. <laughs> so I it's I funny tweeted, how those. Identify with that scene very well. So,
0: yeah, little things can go bump of the night can really can really throw you for a loop.
1: Yeah, I think what's great about the horror genre that it's you can really uh, put on display, you know, racism and prejudice. You know that you can hide it inside that genre, but also teach people at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a big thing we 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 definitely wanted to make a film that was that was a that was a ride and, and an enjoyable kind of experience. Um, but for me, what I love about kind of the horror genre so much is that it, it really gives you a platform to explore social issues and kind of political problems that we face every day. Um, so it's really cool to be able to kind of do a movie that, that is an engaging and, and, and fun ride, but also this, this exploration of, on another level um, of what's going you- on in our society.
1: Right, because usually science fiction does that, you know, either Star Trek mm-hmm. or something, they, they can hide it, you know, into the future. But it's, it's unique to see a horror film do that. And I thought it was done really well.
0: Yeah. And it's cool to see that, that a lot more movies, like, like with Jordan Peele and, and kind of this new wave of, of kind of the socio horror, where they're, you're exploring kind of current climate issues and kind of on the pulse of what's going on in, in daily life. I think it's, it's cool to see where, where, where the genre is going.
1: Well, Curtis, man, I really enjoyed Spyro for so many different reasons. And uh, welcome to Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, shoot me a set visit. I'd love to come see what you're doing.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. All
1: right. Take care.